What's up, people of God? Happy Wednesday, and welcome back to the Sassy and Saved podcast. Can you believe it's March? Where is the year speeding to? I swear we were just doing the whole New Year's thing, 2019. Now we're already in March. I hope y'all have y'all plans together. I hope y'all have y'all goals together, and I hope you are crushing them. Just like that, we have come to the end of the series When Purpose Meets Purpose. This series has been so much fun. I'm so sad that it's coming to an end. I've learned so much. God has has shown me so much about myself and, and relationships and things like that. And I know that you all have also been blessed as you have told me. We have heard from a married couple, an engaged couple, a single lady, and today we will be hearing from a couple in courtship. This episode is amazing because I feel like I am personally in this relationship. Okay, no, I'm not in it, but I was personally invested. I was a part of this relationship from sleepless nights to pros and cons to group chats and everything in between. You'll hear more about it as you listen, but I was personally personally invested and personally involved in the coming together of this relationship so it's so dear to my heart today we have two of my friends omar and phoebe their story is so interesting they were prophesied to be together before they got together and after they received a public prophecy that indeed they are each other's purpose partners they began their relationship and since then it has been nothing short of amazing of course there has been some hiccups along the way you know the devil he he works hard but jesus works harder um, but before before we get into it, I want to take the time to thank all of our guests this series. I want to give a special shout out and a thanks to El Janine Moise who opened us up. Also to Sam and Latoya in Kansas. Thank you for coming on and teaching us about marriage being so transparent. To Miss Laura Lucetta, the female boss, teaching us how to be a lady and waiting and killing it. And also a very special thank you to my friends Omar and Phoebe who are blessing us today it's very difficult to be transparent to to let everybody into your personal life everybody into your love life especially you you really open up yourselves and open up yourselves for people to judge you to scrutinize you to talk about you it's not very easy it's not it's not easy to do something like that so so make sure you show our guests love. If if they blessed you, make sure you you tag them and and you tag us and and you and you let them know how they blessed you. Anywho, let's get into today's episode. There's so many powerful nuggets here. Omar came for the men, Phoebe came for the woman. Both of them came for me. If you're interested, let's talk about it. So today I'm here with two very special guests, my friends, Omar and Phoebe. Hey! I'll let them introduce (laughs) themselves. So why don't you guys start by telling us who you are, what you do, the whole, you know. Okay, I'll start (laughs) (laughs) So my name is Omar. Um, I'm currently studying at Carleton University uh, in my last year of sociology. Um, I actually also just started a um, business as well, photography business. Um, and I'm also going to be, um, working as a licensed, uh, life insurance agent as well. Um, so I have a lot of things going on my plate. Um, I serve, uh, in the youth ministry at my church, um, and I serve as a PPA as well. Um, so yeah, I do quite, quite a bit. <laughs> uh, my name is Phoebe. Uh, like Omar said, I finished school, uh, at Ottawa U. And right now, I work at the General Hospital doing research uh, in infectious disease. And I'm also a youth leader at Transfer Life Center. I serve under Pastor Ralph II. And I, uh, and I serve at the Bridge. That's the youth ministry. Awesome. Okay, so you guys know this series is When Purpose Meets Purpose. <laughs> and we are all about relationships and all of that. So you guys are in a relationship, so why don't you start by telling us your story, how you met, how you came about, how you went from two strangers to two lovebirds. Really? Is there a his and hers version? Or? There actually is. Okay, Can awesome. I love that. Mine is the better one. Oh my goodness. Okay, so we start in um, the year 2017, right? Yeah. Okay, so... I'm just doing my thing. I'm single. I'm happy to be single. Just living life, okay? Phoebe was happily like, single. Let's, I was actually happy. Let's emphasize that she was <laughs> happily single. Like, 
carefree single. <laughs> okay. And I know that, like, all my friends can attest to this. Teresa, yes. you know this. Like, I would just, like, go, like, yeah, guys, I'm just happy. Just living my best life. <laughs> anyway, so um, the funny thing is that Omar and I actually both served in the youth ministry. Mm-hmm. So that time, was it the bridge or was it, it was, TYL? Yeah, TYL. Okay. So that was under uh, Pastor Joseph. So we were serving there. I knew who Omar was. We talked, but it was always ministry. Like, mm-hmm. I did not, I'm sorry, but I did not see you. Like, it was just <laughs> someone else that... I was um, serving with. Um, so then one day, I just realized that, like, Omar would stare at me funny. And I'd always be like, why is this guy staring at me? <laughs> and then um, I noticed that he was being, like, super nice to my family. So, mm-hmm. like, I remember one time he he asked to, like, bring my car, my mom's car at the time, um, to, like, the door of TLC so that uh, we could drive home. Or, like, he would just serve my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one day... He slid, he didn't slide into a DM, but he sent me a WhatsApp message. And we were just talking about, like, random stuff. Like, you were just being friendly. And mm-hmm. the thing is, like, Omar never texts me. And mm-hmm. if he ever did text me, again, it would be for ministry purposes. Mm-hmm. So he sent me a WhatsApp message, and I remember we started talking from there. And it was, like, it was really nice. Like, I think the one thing that got me about him was the fact that he was very attentive to detail. Mm-hmm. So um, he would just talk about stuff like, oh, what are you into? I think at one point we were talking about like hair and makeup and he's like, yeah, I like the way you do your makeup, like especially when you do this and this and like mm-hmm. just the little details that he picked up on, like mm-hmm. I didn't find it creepy, but I was like, oh wow, this guy actually pays attention. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so we were just talking from there. So I would say right now we're in the month of April, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So at this time as well, I had a dream, all right, because there was this other guy that like I wasn't too sure if he was like interested in me or if I was interested in him Mm -hmm. and so I had a dream and the dream was with this guy in Omar and the dream showed me that um I was with this other guy and we went like traveling and stuff and then eventually I saw Omar while I was with this guy in the dream and immediately I saw Omar like I completely forgot I was with the other guy and I was like, my heart was beating and racing fast. Like, oh my gosh, I used to know Omar. Mm-hmm. And Omar was dressed in white. He was dressed like in a white t-shirt and had like black shades on. And like, <laughs> in the dream, to me, he was a celebrity. Like he was just some like guy that was like, oh my gosh, like I can't touch him. Mm-hmm. But like, at the same time, I was like, oh shoot. Like, I could have been his girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm explaining it properly, yeah. but it was like one of those moments where like I felt shame come upon me in the dream. Mm-hmm. And to me, that meant that I had made, I had made the wrong choice and I had missed someone that I actually could have been with. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the saying that goes, um, how does it go? Like you let the good one go or mm-hmm. how, I forget how it goes. But anyway, yeah. So like, that's what I felt in the dream. So I woke up and I was like, what the heck? Like, what does this dream mean? So I kept it in the back of my head. But at that time, like Omar hadn't said that he was interested in me. I just knew that Omar was talking to me or mm-hmm. was trying to talk to me. Um, so we had um, numerous of talks throughout the summer. So, so from April, we're moving into the summer. We hung out a couple times. Um, there was one time we hung out in like June, I think. And Omar took me to a restaurant. And it was at that time he actually told me, he's like, yeah, I actually like you. Um, These are my intentions. And oh my goodness, okay, let me actually say this. All the other guys I've ever dated never told me straight up what their intentions were, okay? And that was my biggest pet peeve. If you're trying to get to me, tell me what your intentions are. If you have no intentions, move aside because I'm trying (laughs) to live my life. (laughs) Because I was actually happy, you know? Yeah. And, like, one thing about me is I hate being bothered. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in my business, I'm in my mind doing my thing, and a guy comes and bothers me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. I'm a no-nonsense kind of girl. So, I remember at that dinner date, he literally told me his intentions. He's like, listen, I like you. These are my intentions. And I guess he kind of told me, like, this is where I see us going. So, he told me, and I was just kind of, like, taken aback. Because, number one, I've never heard anyone talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. And, number two, I wasn't too sure, you know? Because, yeah. like... I wasn't really feeling him at the time like that. Mm -hmm. So I was open. I'm like, okay, let me just give this a shot. So we were talking throughout the summer. And I was very, I wavered a lot. Mm -hmm. I wavered between, I like him. Ah, no, I don't like him. I like him. I don't like him. I'm so sorry, Omar. I need to apologize because (laughs) I actually took this guy through so much. And then um, that was the year I went to Mexico. And I believe right before I went to Mexico, I was just like, oh, screw it. I don't want this guy. So I told him, like, yeah, I think we need a break. Because it was just too much, you know. And 
I had like my girls like Teresa, mm-hmm. Anna, Olga, shout out to you guys, like giving me advice, like, yeah, Phoebe, give him a shot, you never know. Mm-hmm. Sitting on the floor yeah. in that room listening to Phoebe exactly. complain. Wow. We've been we've been through it. <laughs> we've been through it. But you know what? God still got his glory. Yeah. And I also had my mom. My mom was a really big supporter. She really helped me like think things through. Um, but yeah, so I went to Mexico. I wasn't too sure about him. I kind of like dropped him and I told him that I need some time to think. Uh, when I came back from Mexico, I went to go see Pastor Ralph. That's my spiritual father at TLC. Mm-hmm. And I went to just go pick his brain. I'm like, yeah, Pastor Ralph, like your your son Omar has approached me. Like, I don't know what to think about him. Like, I like him, but at the same time, I'm not too sure. So dad just, you know, dropped a few nuggets of wisdom, which mm-hmm. helped me think things through. And so after I went back to Omar and I'm like, yeah, Omar, like, I'm not too sure what I want, but I know I do like you as a person mm-hmm. and I want to get to know you better. It's kind of what I said, right? Mm-hmm. And so I said, let's just be friends. Okay, let's just be really, really good friends. I just want to get to know you. Yeah. And so we went from there. Now, we're in like November right now. Mm-hmm. So this was the time of our prayer and fasting that we have at TLC. 21 days of prayer and fasting. Yes. Okay. So during this 21 days, we had this big prophet come to our church. I like this story. <laughs> and I remember I was just so frustrated because Omar and I were friends, but I just couldn't make up my mind whether or not I wanted to be with Omar. So I swear, like, this is prophetic. I was talking to Teresa at church and I was like, Teresa, I'm just so frustrated. I don't know what to do. And then all I said was in the atmosphere at TLC, I was like, I just want confirmation. Mm-hmm. And Teresa, what did you say? I don't remember. Oh. There's so much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Okay, Teresa was just like, don't worry, it will happen in due time. Oh. So that day, the prophet came after I had just spoken, like, mm-hmm. I just want confirmation. Yeah. And the prophet came and called out Omar and like spoke many great things about his life and then eventually exposed his future wife. So he exposed me because at the time we were talking, right? So- I see a rope <laughs> attached to your neck with, with. Fo, 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 something like, something like, fi, fi, fo, who's Phoebe? Who's Phoebe? Yeah. <laughs> and like, I was in my seat sweating. <laughs> my armpits were wet. Like, I was shaking. I'm like, no, I don't like publicity like that. So I was sitting at the back. I didn't move. And the ushers like came running and literally dragged me to the front. And the prophet prayed for me and it was done. So it was prophesied that I was supposed to be Omar's wife. So to me, that was my confirmation. You know, mm-hmm. and I just want to thank God because it was just a confirmation that I needed. And it was just a time of frustration and just praying and asking, asking God, like, God, is this the man that you have for me? And it happened. Mm-hmm. And so that was around November. And from November 2017, Omar and I started dating. Oh, so I You know what the funny thing is? Kind of awkward thing, too. Um, we were dating. So it's like, after we get prophesied that we're supposed to get married, it's yeah. like, so... I remember we had this conversation. I was like, hey, Omar. He's like, hey, Phoebe. Like, so we're not dating yet. He's like, no. And I'm like, I guess we're dating. Like, it was so <laughs> awkward. I don't know. Anyway, so we pretty much, like, established our relationship over mm-hmm. the phone. Um, but so far, it's been good. God has really been with us. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying our relationship. I think it's fun. I think it's great. And I'm just so grateful. I hope I told my version of the story properly. Yeah, it was great. Let's compare it to Omar's. Okay, Omar. Yeah, so this is from my perspective. Um, you know, I wasn't really focusing or looking for a spouse. Okay. To be honest, at the time, um, you know, as a young person coming up, it you know it's there. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the monkey on your shoulder kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. But I wasn't really like pursuing. Okay, who's really out here? Who's my wife? Kind mm-hmm. of thing like. You know, there were a couple, um, you know, when I moved to Ottawa and came to TLC, there were a couple of girls that I was kind of eyeing, but mm-hmm. I didn't really commit to pursuing. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this time in my life, I was like just kind of doing the same thing, you know, living my life. I was just trying to figure things out, mm-hmm. trying to establish some things. And, um, you know, I remember um, it was it was it was really weird. Like it, it felt like at the beginning of 2017, um, before I had even approached Phoebe. Um, it's as if my eyes had opened to her mm-hmm. and it was like God kind of, the way I can describe it, it's as if there was a spotlight on Phoebe. So mm. every time I would see her, it's like, it's like I would see her under a spotlight. It's like I was really watching her. And so I observed her since the beginning, from the beginning of January, uh, from the beginning of 2017, sorry, 
up until about the springtime, which he said was around April. And so I remember going to see um, um, uh, Pastor Fred at the church um, for advice, mm-hmm. um, which was a very strategic move because I know that um, she, he was very, he's very close to her, mm-hmm. like a mentor. Yeah. And so I went to him and asked for his advice. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, I, I really, I'm, I'm, I like Phoebe, mm-hmm. you know, and how should I approach her and mm-hmm. what should I do kind of thing, just seeking wisdom. And, you know, I, I would go there and he would give me some wisdom. And then eventually I ended up going to see our spiritual father as well, Dr. Ralph. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, asked him for permission just to pursue her. Um, and he said, you know, sure, go ahead. And so I remember, I think it was this, even that same night or even the next day, I didn't wait. I texted Phoebe mm-hmm. on WhatsApp and sent that message and just began to converse. Like like she said, like we didn't really converse before. Like we weren't really necessarily friends. Mm-hmm. We were acquaintances mm-hmm. because we were serving in ministry. Mm-hmm. But in terms of <clears throat> holding conversations and being friendly, um, not being friendly with one another, but like, you know, spending time with one another, like, you know, even just like cracking jokes with another, like it was never really on that level. Mm-hmm. So for me to kind of text her, it was kind of like, ugh. You know, this is kind of weird, mm-hmm. but you know, I felt in my spirit and knew that this was the one that God had for me, so I just decided, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we continued to text and talk, and like Phoebe described, you know, she kind of was a, a little bit undecided for a while. <laughs> um, kind of crushed me to be honest. Sorry about that, uh, <laughs> but it's a part of it, right? It's a part of the, the relationship, the love game, man. Sometimes, you know get your expectations and your emotions mm-hmm. hurt. it's part of it so um but one thing i did is i i knew who i wanted and i, I didn't move mm-hmm. um i respected her space when she wanted it um i was still there as like a friend mm-hmm. um but i wasn't really like bothering her about it about her decision to kind of want to take space you know mm-hmm. um but yeah and then eventually like she said the prophet came mm-hmm. and confirmed things and and you know, seal things basically. I mm-hmm. guess, and, um, yeah, we decided to become official in November mm-hmm. of 2017, and it's been amazing. It's been awesome since then. Wow. Yeah. Well, that that's a beautiful story. <laughs> um, I I remember that day so clearly when the prophet <laughs> put y'all on blast. I even texted Phoebe in the group so chat like, lying. "Oh my god! Oh much. my god!" The group chat much. was wild the whole night. <laughs> the whole I don't even think we slept. Did I sleep over? Something happened. <laughs> I think I slept over. Like it was. Oh my gosh, that that night, that that night, I I remember. So, um, so both your your sides were pretty similar. There's not really a his and hers version. Sometimes it's it's really drastic, but you guys are on the same page. But I want to ask because Omar did say that you know, well, both you guys said that Phoebe was a bit undecisive. So Omar, I want to get into your head a bit. In that space where you feel like, okay, this is the person that I want, this is the person that I know is for me, and it's not manifesting. Like, what you heard is not what you see. What kept you going? Why did you just be like, okay, screw it. Like, she's not the only girl. I'm, 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 I'm on top. I'm a single man. I can get anybody I want. What kept you actually keep going and pursuing her? Um, just understanding that, you know, what God had spoken to me was, was true. Mm-hmm. And that, you know... Um, not only from me, but also receiving confirmation, you know, from, from Pastor Fred, you mm-hmm. know, a mentor, and, and also going to my spiritual father, receiving a release from my spiritual father. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was right. I knew that she was the one for me. I knew that what I was feeling and hearing in my spirit wasn't just me. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, a lot of times in our singleness, it's just we, you. Can, we can get that, you know, yeah. our, 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 we're speaking to ourselves, mm-hmm. or confusing ourselves and thinking that, you know, uh, every Jane and you know, jail is our spouse, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, I think what kept me is just knowing that this is actually what God wants mm-hmm. and understanding that, you know, anytime that God has a blessing for you, mm-hmm. anytime that God has anything for you, the enemy is going to try and fight it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I stood my ground, um, just understanding and knowing that this is what orda- God ordained. And if God ordained it, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was easy for me to kind of step back, respect her space and say, you know what, God have your way. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the beauty of it is that, you know, if it's in God's will, you can just go right to God. You don't have to go and try to attack her. And mm-hmm. be like, hey, but you know, this is what God this said. What God it, said. You just got to go right back to God. So kind of like, hey. if you told me, tell her to type thing. That's it. Yeah. That's it. 
Okay, okay. So, also, what gave you the confidence to, like, approach her, especially when you guys haven't talked? Like, you guys both said you guys didn't talk, you guys were, like, strangers, so why did you just be like, okay, like, weren't you like, oh my gosh, like, is she gonna think I'm weird? Is she gonna, think, is she gonna respond? Like, it, it's intimidating, it's scary, right? Yeah. So how did you, like, get over that and actually be like, okay, I'm just gonna throw myself out there? Because, I'm asking this question, because currently on Twitter, there's a huge debate, I can show you, where... <laughs> Girls are saying, like, guys are not, they're not the guys they used to be. Like, back in the day, you used to hear about guys, like, so relentlessly pursuing a woman. Like, he will, he will chase you. But, like, nowadays, guys, like, if, if, if they feel like they're not going to get you, they don't even bother. Like, they want to feel like, okay, I have this. If not, then it's like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. So, that's why I'm asking that question. That's where it's sort of coming from. Okay, so, um, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm confident in who I am. So, yeah. And, you know, I know that I'm. And bringing something to the table, mm-hmm. so um, you know, I and also I knew that I got had God behind me too. Yeah, so I know that it's not just me trying to play around and try to try and see how many girls I can get. Kind yeah, of it's not one of those games. You know what I mean? So it's like this is like this is God ordained. Like this is purpose. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like if this is what God has for me, I'm not gonna back down from it. Like let me go and get it. Let me go pursue her. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, let me go get my future wife. Yeah. Basically. You know what I mean? Like, I can't just stand there and expect her to just come to me. Yeah. That's not how it works. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Phoebe, I want to get into your head a bit now, now that we've heard Omar. So, you're living your life, your best life. <laughs> we need to emphasize that because you are so happily single. Like, I've never seen anybody that is so happily single in my life. You actually take the cake. Over, like, she was so carefree. Like, she, was, she did not care. <laughs> And now you have this guy that's just randomly talking to you. You guys serve in ministry, but, like, you're not looking at him like that okay. at all. Okay. So what even, what, and you also said you were undecided. So yeah. what even made you say, like, okay, let me actually give this a chance? Because sometimes there's girls that are, like, super, like, I'm going to give every single guy a chance. Yeah. But then there's some guys, some girls that are actually happily single and they don't want it. So they're just like, no. And especially when it's not someone that you've already looked at or someone mm-hmm. that you feel like is your type. Mm-hmm. So what made you actually say, okay, let me just give it a chance instead of, no, he doesn't meet my requirements. No, Mm -hmm. I'm good. Bye. Mm -hmm. So um, if I can start, like, I would say my last relationship before that time was Mm -hmm. in 2012. And um, so from then, I had taken that time to develop myself. And I was just in a good mind frame. Like, my mind was great Mm -hmm. in terms of who I was as a person and who I wanted to be. So... um, what helped me to be undecided and to give Omar a chance was recognizing my season. Mm-hmm. Like I knew I was in the season of getting married or at least meeting that person. Mm-hmm. I wasn't desperate and looking, but I knew that it's a season and I need to be open. Mm-hmm. I also had mentors around me. So my mom was a great mentor. Pastor Fred was an excellent mentor to me. Pastor mm-hmm. Fred was always like, Pastor Fred and I, we have this relationship whereby we joke a lot. We mm-hmm. have that friendly relationship. So he'd always nudge me. He's like, it's your season. Your man is coming. So mm-hmm. like, I knew it was coming. I just didn't know who it was. So mm-hmm. my eyes were open. Mm-hmm. That's why when I was telling my story, I said there was a guy that I wasn't too sure about. So I, my eyes were open and I was just receptive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one thing. Like, I made sure that like I was friendly so that if a guy wanted to approach me, they wouldn't be shy. Mm-hmm. Like, I made sure that I wasn't standoffish. And I had you girls tell me, like, Phoebe, you're being standoffish mm-hmm. or, like, you're being nice. So I always I always kept myself in check, yeah. you know? And I just made sure I was just friendly and nice. Mm-hmm. And then, so when Omar came, I recognized that, okay, Omar is interested. And the one thing that made me even more open and vulnerable was the fact that he was direct and he told me what he wanted. Mm-hmm. The, the, I think, if I can speak for all girls, I think the most frustrating thing is that guys aren't direct. Mm. They come to you sideways. So it's just like, okay. I'm he, looking at you, but you I'm know? not really. So like, I like you, but I'm not sure. Uh, let's talk today, but let's not talk tomorrow. What's that about? You know, and once, I don't, see, once I don't see consistency, I cut you off. Mm-hmm. Or I just don't pay you any mind. But I saw consistency in Omar. And I saw that he was serious. And I saw that he knew what he wanted. Mm-hmm. And because I was friendly and because I was open and because I, I recognized my season, I gave him a shot. Mm, okay. I like that because I feel like it's really easy, especially for girls. I don't know if guys are like this too, but if you don't meet our list requirements, you're like, no, it's not happening. No. So actually, thank you for saying that. So I actually had, I made a list. Mm -hmm. Call me corny, but I made a list because I I follow Heather Lindsay. Yeah. You know, she, she really inspires me in terms of dating. Yeah. I I think she had mentioned that she made a list or something. But anyway, I made my list. I had certain qualities and characteristics that I wanted in my future husband. 
and I prayed on them. And Omar met pretty much like 95% of them. Mm -hmm. But there was, I think, a few that I wasn't too sure about. So that's what kept me wavering so much. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think having a list is really important. (laughs) I just wanted to add that. Um, Let's go into that actually um, for a little bit. So for for Omar, it's different because he saw like a spotlight on you. So he knew and because he is a man of the spirit, he knew that, okay, this is not just regular. But your story is a little different. You had to, you know, come on board. But... I want to know, like, Omar, you heard from God that this is your person, but, like, because <laughs> sometimes some people hear from God and it's like, whoa, that was not what I had, that was not, that was not what I had, you know? <laughs> God, I love you, but, whoa. So, without, wait, actually with, because you guys are together anyways, yeah. just let me know. Um, was that your type? Like, was was she someone that you would typically go for? Or were you just like, um, oh, okay. How, like, um, how was yeah, that? Yeah, like, Phoebe's definitely someone I would definitely go for. Okay, so so you um, got lucky. Sorry, <laughs> she was already your type. You are already yeah, like, okay. I was, I don't know. I, I don't really believe that. I don't know. I feel like, you know, God knows best for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, people say that, you know, God, you know, it's, it's look for the quality. So God's going to give you who you need in terms of, you know, quality, yeah. quality wise. But I also think that God knows us and we know that we're physical creatures. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I feel like God is going to give us who he knows will appease our eyes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not, I don't think it's shallow to say that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't either. It's, it's reality. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like at the end of the day, this is the individual that you're going to be you know, spending the rest of your life. Like, yeah. You have to wake up next to this person mm-hmm. every single day. Every Let's day. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just, you know, spiritual all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Someone you can have fun with. Someone you can show off, you know, mm-hmm. to your boys or, you know, show off <laughs> yeah. to your girls. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you feel proud to walk yeah. beside them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't feel like God would want to put you to shame in that area. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, um, Phoebe was definitely um, someone that, I, I, I would definitely go for her. Yeah. Um, actually, to be honest, I felt like she's out of my league. Oh, really? Aww. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> to be honest, because That's in the past, isn't, like, I've never actually gone after a girl that looked like Phoebe. Like, I would look at them and just admire, but I would never go for Go for you know them. I mean? Wow. Yeah. That's so yeah. sweet. Aww. <laughs> you never told me that before. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. What about you, Phoebe? Was was is Omar was Omar kind of your, like your type, or were you kind of like, whoa? But this is not what I was looking for, and it doesn't have to be only physical. It can mm-hmm. be, yeah. Yeah, Omar was definitely my type. Um, I thought he was very good looking, so that wasn't really an issue when he was pursuing me. Mm-hmm. I was actually even shocked because like Omar, like he's not the type of guy that would go for me. I I don't know for like me, I just knew the type of guys that go for me. So when Omar came, I was just kind of like, oh. Like, he's actually interested in me. Like, mm-hmm. he actually wants to be with me. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, one thing I like about you guys' relationship is that you guys are, like, friends. Like, and, uh, you know, on Saturday and Save, I preach this all the time, that friends first is definitely the move. But you yeah. guys have, like, you guys are actually friends. Like, you guys make jokes. You guys tease <laughs> each other. Well, I'll be in a room in a big group, and the two of them are just making jokes, like, <laughs> laughing. It's just like, okay, but, like, you what about the rest loud. of us? Like, <laughs> What about the rest of us? We, we don't get the joke, but you guys are like best friends. So can you guys tell us a bit, a bit about the relationship and how you guys got there? Because you guys literally weren't strangers. It's not like you guys knew each other since day you grew up together, but you guys have become best friends. So like, just tell us about the process, how that came to be about and, and things like that. Okay, so um, the one thing I like about Omar is Omar has this thing of just being open and just be vulnerable and just be yourself Mm -hmm. you know like for me I always have this thing I have to be prim and proper like Mm -hmm. I have to do things a certain way so I think like when we first met I was really shy Mm -hmm. you know like there's certain things I just wouldn't do around Omar yeah um there's certain things I was shy I was embarrassed about and he kept on drilling it in my head he's like listen you're gonna be my life partner I need to see you like vulnerable I need to see you like in your raw state just be who you are Mm -hmm. so just Having him speaking into my ear all the time, I just kind of eased up and to the point where like, I feel like my best self is around him. Like mm-hmm. I can just be whatever, you know? Yeah. Like you could ask Anna, and I guess you guys too have seen it, but like I'm a really goofy person. I'm mm-hmm. really silly. I like to be annoying. Like I like to laugh all the time. I laugh at anything. Mm-hmm. Like I find anything funny. Yeah. So um, I find that that's what kind of um, 
allowed us to become really, really, really good friends. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's our mutual love for laughter. <laughs> we we're both really goofy. I'm super goofy as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah, people don't know that though. <laughs> yeah, I, that yeah. Over, you have this like aura serious, of, like, serious. Like you don't laugh. I'm people a don't know serious that. man of God. Oh don't play with me. Like, <laughs> I'm putting myself on blast on, on, on Teresa's podcast. Oh, you know, we we that's what we do here. <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge goofball. I'm the biggest. Like, I don't think there's a goofball bigger than me. Really? Honestly, like, I am shocked. Those yeah. who know me know what I'm talking about. Like, I'm. Oh, I'm the most annoying person when I want to yeah, be. Yeah, like, I actually. Will, I will drive <laughs> to the point where you want to, like, poke my eyes out. Just be <laughs> laughing at you, you know? like Wow. So I think it's just those things, you know? And just mm-hmm. um, and just talking. Just mm-hmm. spending time yeah. with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, conversing, sharing ideas. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? What okay. do you think about that? Yeah. Um, teaching one another things, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I, you know. But I, how did you guys get to that point? Because you guys were strangers. And you know when you like somebody, it's really hard to, like... Oh, you, like Phoebe said, well, it's hard to be yourself. Okay. okay, I understand what you're saying. So I think what Phoebe said, mm-hmm. right, is that I really, really believe in um, um, genuineness and mm-hmm. authenticity. As a person, that's how I've always been my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. I've always just been a real dude. Um, I don't, I don't do fake. I can't. Mm-hmm. It's impossible for me. Yeah. So if I'm meeting somebody, and this person is supposed to be my life, but I have to spend the rest of my life with this person. Yeah. 365 every single <laughs> rotation. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I have to be, I have to be real with you. I yeah. can't try to impress you. Impress you. I can't try to be like, yeah, like, you know, oh, I have a bag of money today, mm-hmm. but then tomorrow you'll see me in my week's day when I don't have that bag of money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, for example, when I get my fresh haircut and I'm like, yeah, yeah, come see me or mm-hmm. let's go on a date. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then tomorrow when I don't have my haircut, I'm like, I'm hiding. You know? <laughs> no, like... See me when I have my haircut, when I don't have my haircut for a month. Yeah. See me when I have on, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, no suit and tie. Like, yeah. You know, I think it's that. That's where it starts is just that openness mm-hmm. to be real, mm. you know? And I think that's where it starts, mm-hmm. where you've agreed, you've both agreed to be like, yo, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Let's just get to know each other. Okay. You know what I mean? And, so and I think that's important because, mm-hmm. you know, you read all the time that, like, couples get married and then what husband sees wife without makeup for the first time <laughs> and like gets mad it's like huh like, so so i like what you're saying about um like you know that okay if this is where we're going if this is where we're intended then we need to be real that's sure. that's that's really good okay that's important that's important phoebe any anything to add on or do you okay so you said spend lots of time together so you know that's fun having dates and doing all things like that you know you're getting to know each other um i want to ask is is there such thing as too much time or or is spending time good because i'm asking this question because we are human beings and we have emotions and feelings and the more time you spend with someone the more you see things about them the more you like them the more you want them a lot. <laughs> so, if I'm spending time, spending time, spending time, spending time, isn't that going to be a little bit, because you know I'm a Christian and I can't, you know, ooh. So, so how do you balance, you know, spending time and, and doing that and getting to know each other, but then not also letting, you know, your flesh and your body rule you? That's for me? Both. It's both. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um... You have to know yourself, number one. Mm-hmm. You have to know your weaknesses, mm-hmm. area of weakness. Um, what works for one couple is not going to work for another. Mm-hmm. Um, what hinders another couple is not going to hinder a different yeah. couple. Okay. A certain boundary for one couple won't necessarily need to be a boundary for, for another. another. So, for myself and Phoebe, mm-hmm. we spend... I mean, we don't even really spend that much time together. We spend a lot of time in... in relative to our, our, you know, responsibilities and obligations, you know, mm-hmm. people work, I'm in school and, you know, trying to start a business and stuff, so, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, but, yeah, ministry, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and so, um, you know, it's not like we're just, like, 16-year-olds <laughs> going to school, high school, and coming home and having a whole bunch of time, you know yeah. what I mean, so, relative to the time that we have, we do spend quite a bit of time together, we try to spend time once a week, you know, mm-hmm. um, and just to, just to spend time, talk, connect, um, you know, sometimes it goes into the hours. Yeah. You know, just be real. I'm going to be real. But, you know, myself and Phoebe have both, um, you know, understand and we're both believers and we know that the, the dangers mm-hmm. um, of, of, you know, premarital sex. Mm-hmm. 
you know, we know the kind of worms that it can open. Yeah. We know that, you know, the, 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 the things that it can bring. Yeah. Can, you know what I mean? So I think we both kind of, um, with that understanding, are able to keep ourselves by mm-hmm. God's grace. You mm-hmm. know? Um, and so... But what, what we do, another couple might not be able mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe they need a chaperone. Maybe yeah. they need to have a certain, hey, it's this time, you got to go. You got to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I think the best thing, the best advice I could give is just really to just know yourself. Mm-hmm. Know yourself and your partner. And maybe not even just yourself, but your partner as well, right? Mm-hmm. Because that might not be a weakness for you, but for your partner, it might be. Mm-hmm. So you got to be considerate of that mm-hmm. and act accordingly. Yeah. Um. I think for me, I think what's really important is uh, just the idea of unity and agreement. Mm. So um, I've just, I've just lived my whole life knowing that premarital sex is wrong. So by God's grace, I've been able to keep myself. So every time I dated, like I just made it clear. Mm-hmm. I was just so confident in myself in yeah. that area that I always made it clear. Mm-hmm. So coming to Omar, like I already knew where I stood. Mm-hmm. So um, and he stood like that's where he stood too. But it's funny because, like I said before, I was I'm a huge fan of Heather Lindsay, and she talked about abstinence and like being pure before marriage and da da da. da. But then she challenged me because she also said that she wasn't going to uh, kiss her husband until her wedding day. Mm-hmm. So, like, I heard it, and I was like, who does that? Like, <laughs> who doesn't kiss their boyfriend, you yeah. know? Because, like, like, I kiss my past boyfriends and everything. Yeah. But, I mean, the more I thought about it, the more I felt inspired, mm-hmm. the more I felt God speak to me about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I became really for it. I became just being pure before I get married. Mm-hmm. And then one day, I don't know if it was the enemy or something, I'm like, you know, but this, like, <laughs> I'm going to kiss all the boyfriends I have, like, you know? And so I was, I, I actually prayed to God. I'm like, you know what, God, seriously, I don't think I'll be able to be that pure uh, before I get married in terms of, like, kissing my boyfriend. But however, if you think it is in your will that I should, like, be completely pure, whereby I don't have sex, I don't kiss my boyfriend, then I want you to tell my boyfriend to tell me that that's what he wants us to do in our courtship. Mm-hmm. And so after I finished praying, I chuckled and smirked to myself and I was like, this is not going to happen. And then so when Omar and I started dating, I think it was one of our first official dates being a couple, uh, he sat me down. He's like, listen, let's talk boundaries. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> that's incredible, yeah. And he's like, you know, as we both know, we're not going to have sex until we get married. I'm like, yeah, that's agreed. He's like, but I also think that we shouldn't kiss or like, you know, be intimate in that way. Mm -hmm. And my mouth just dropped. (laughs) I was like, are you kidding me? So when I said, are you kidding me? I think he thought that like, I disagreed. But no, I was just shocked because I had just prayed this prayer thinking like it wasn't going to be answered. Mm -hmm. And this was actually what God intended for us to do in our courtship. Mm -hmm. So honestly, I say this humbly, but by the grace of God, like, God has kept us. Mm-hmm. We haven't we haven't done anything in terms of intimacy. Mm-hmm. And to be very honest, I don't want to say it's yeah, it's hard mm-hmm. because we're human beings. Yeah. I have sexual desires, yeah. obviously. Um, but I think uh, God has helped me to build a really good foundation by keeping myself for all these years. Mm-hmm. But also I think the one thing that really helps our relationship is communication. Mm-hmm. We communicate so well mm-hmm. by God's grace. Mm-hmm. Like when we hang out, we talk. Mm-hmm. We talk about everything. Mm-hmm. We talk about awkward things. We get to know one another. And to me, to be honest, I think it's beautiful yeah. to be able to communicate and talk and spend time with each other without having that intimate aspect in a relationship yet. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's to the point, like, because I personally believe that whenever I'm intimate with a guy, my mind is clouded mm-hmm. in terms of if there are any red flags mm-hmm. that um, God is showing me about the man. Yeah. If there are any things I need to nip in the butt mm-hmm. that God is showing me about the man before we get married, I find that if I'm intimate, I'll be like, oh, it's okay. Like, I'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Or like, I'll just kind of brush it to the side. But I find that, like, I'm very alert in mm-hmm. our relationship. Like, I talk about everything that bothers me, you mm-hmm. know? And I feel like that's also a good foundation for our friendship. Mm-hmm. That's actually why we're such good friends because we're literally yeah. just friends, you know? Mm-hmm. So, okay, so you're kind of jumping ahead a bit, but because <laughs> I want to talk about communication, because like we said, I, like I said, I really admire that you guys are such good friends. Like you guys are actually best friends. Like you can see it, it's visible. But I want to talk about communication because I feel like communication is a major part of relationships, and a lot of couples struggle with it. We've had some couples that um, have 
been on on the the first two couples that we had already they talked about how they struggled so much with communication and one couple was engaged and another couple is even married and even in marriage they struggled with communication so you guys have have really mastered that and i don't know if you guys are just both really naturally good communicators but some people like myself were terrible at communication which is surprising because (laughs) everyone no one understands that i'm really good at communicating with other people but like in a relationship i'm really bad at communicating i'm 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 the type that'll just be mad at myself (laughs) in my head and want you to understand why i'm mad so i'll just look at you with the eye and you're supposed to understand that oh she's upset and this is why but you guys are really really good at communication so how did you guys build that like how did you guys get to the place where you can just talk about anything and i know you said you guys hung out and did all stuff like that but some things are actually uncomfortable to like how can you just go say hey you know what that bothered me when you liked the girl's picture or that bothered me when you did this like how did you guys create that open flow of communication um, well, personally, I think Omar is a way better communicator than I am. Mm-hmm. I would like to say I'm like you. Like, I'm not amazing at communication, mm-hmm. but I feel like Omar has taught me how to communicate. Because before, I used to just hold grudges. Like, mm-hmm. you know I'm mad, but you won't know why I'm mad. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I think with maturity and just with um, awareness, like, I actually want to be a better person. Yeah. You know? I look at myself, and there's things about myself I don't like. So I try and just be better at everything. Mm-hmm. So. Whenever I'm upset, like, Omar will be like, what's wrong? And I'll be like, nothing. You know? mm-hmm. and, he, and then he'll remind me, like, listen, like, we promised each other that we'd be, we communicate and we'd have, like, open terms. So then I ease up. And okay. yes, it's tough. I have to overcome my pride. <laughs> but eventually I do get there and I talk about it. And yeah. once you talk about it, you're just free. You yeah. know, you just move on, you know? And it's just awkward, too. Like, I find whenever, like... I get upset or you get upset. It's just awkward because now we can't talk to each other. <laughs> so like we have to talk about it so that we can go back on our good terms again. So, yeah. Yeah, I think what Phoebe said about um, um, just like having that pride, mm-hmm. you know, we all have it. Yeah. You know, and it's like who can be the first one Who's going to be the first one to crack and say, It's never me. Never. (laughs) Never. And I don't know if I should be happy about that or not, but it sure as hell won't be me. I'm just saying. You know, like, we all have, like, we all have it. It's always like this battle to just be like, like, (laughs) like you're talking so, That's me. I I can be so petty. Oh my goodness. I'm good. Like, you know, <laughs> and it's just like, come on, like, are we going to really do this? Like, yeah. come on, you know? Um, so really just putting the egos aside, yeah. eh? Yeah, I think it's just ego, man. I, yeah. I really think it's just ego. Mm-hmm. Um, not only just ego, but I think also having the perspective that this is for purpose. Mm-hmm. So if we're divided, anything that we have that like, depends on us mm-hmm. falls. Like, you know what I mean? So I think, you know, we're not even married yet, but, mm-hmm. you know, looking into the future and looking at, you know, God using us in ministry and, mm-hmm. and using us in, in, in areas of business mm-hmm. or whatever, um, in, in any um, arenas of impact, you know, like if God is going to really use us, we have to nip this thing in the bud mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. you know, like be able to move past our issues mm-hmm. and, and anything now, like we can't remain divided. So, yeah. Okay. So we've talked a lot and your guys' relationship seems so great. Like it just seems on, honestly perfect. But we all know that nobody's perfect and no relationship is perfect. So what about some of the challenges in courtship and, and, and dating? Because I like even me myself, I'll be honest, like I, I always thought like, okay, the, the hard part is like talking. Like once you're talking, that's hard. But once you guys are together, it's like it's good and then get married thing. But people underestimate the difficulty of the dating and courtship like mm-hmm. season like the enemy is trying to literally break you up there mm-hmm. so it's very very difficult it's hard it's not easy you guys always you don't always see eye to eye mm-hmm. there's sometimes arguments and things like that so why don't we talk a little bit about that what are some challenges that you guys find or face in courtship and dating and i'll just give you some background because i know it's a bit of a difficult question so for our engaged couple they talked about they, they had a long distance relationship and their issue was communication so they would go days without talking because the guy didn't know how to communicate and she would just be upset like okay we don't live in the same city you're not talking to me and we're you're my boyfriend like what's wrong with you (laughs) and then the marriage couple the married couple as well they the guy was very direct like omar he was let her know exactly what they want and then they were dating and but things are just going wrong like there's just so much like everything was an issue and they were fine when they were friends but as soon as they put the title on it there was things going wrong and it was just it was a mess so what are some of the 
the challenges that you guys find in in um, dating courtship? Um, I think from a male perspective, mm-hmm. um, I think most um, most guys, you know, want to kind of be the macho man in the relationship mm. um, and kind of want to sometimes control, mm. you know, their, their, you know, girlfriend or whatever, fiance or wife. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me, um, one of my biggest challenges is remembering that Phoebe is her own person, mm. you know, and I'll even make a, an example that happened literally like the last week, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Phoebe traveled to New York with, you know, his oh sister. And I was supposed to go over the passport office, snake to me. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> you know, and there's this, there's this one item of clothing that Phoebe owns. That I didn't even want her to buy in the first place. <laughs> but, um, you know, I was trying to be like, you know, okay, like, whatever, do your thing. Like, uh-huh. And she did. You know, I was really not for it, but she decided to get it anyways. Um, and so, uh, she sent me, no, she was telling me that they were going out and she mm-hmm. was going to wear that, mm-hmm. wear that, did that item of clothing. And I was like, and I was like upset about it. Like I was upset about it. She's in New York, you know, cause I'm thinking in my head as a guy, you know, she's in New York and not only that, but just to give a little context to it, she's saying that, you know, she and her sister and their friend are in New York and they're having fun. They're saying how all these guys are hollering at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like. Bro, I'm in here in Ottawa, Canada. <laughs> in you know the cold. I mean? You know what I'm saying? Snow like, up to our ankles. Her best life. <laughs> Guys hollering at her. I'm just like, yo, like, well, you know, I, I have no problem with that because at the end of the day, you know, guys can holler at her. Of course, she's a gorgeous. Yeah. You know, of course, guys going to be hollering at her. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But like, you know, for me, it was like, okay, you're going to be wearing this item of clothing. Uh-huh. And guys are already hollering at you. And they're going out to this nice, fancy restaurant. Like, listen, <laughs> this has to stop, you know? I was just trying to live my life. Like, I don't understand why you're mad. Like, I sorry. Was, I, was, I was so annoyed. I was just like, man, like, this girl doesn't get it, you know? Like, she doesn't get my perspective. Like, he was actually like, mad. Mm-hmm. I was really mad. I was actually mad. Like, but then I came to realization. I'm like, you know what, Omar? Phoebe's her own individual. She's mm-hmm. going to do what she wants to do when she wants to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? And... I just had to come to that realization and just humble myself and be like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry for, you know, the way I acted, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I think it's just those, those things. And I think it's, it's, it kind of stems from, you know, what we see around us even like, Mm -hmm. you know, you watch like movies and the way that even sometimes, you know, you see, you know, our, our, our elders in our cultures and the way they treat, um, their significant others. And Mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes it can be a bit controlling, like, Oh, why are you wearing that? Why are you? Why are you doing this? Oh, yeah. don't, why are you talking like that? Though? You know? So yeah. I think it's just some of those things that we have to get over mm-hmm. um, and realize that, you know, we have to kind of build our own relationship in terms of like what works for us mm-hmm. and kind of go with those standards, mm-hmm. you know, whereas trying to bring standards from other relationships and other people mm-hmm. into our um, relationship and make them work for us. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's one of the greatest challenges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me, I actually agree with Omar. Like, that's a really good point. I feel like most of our disagreements or arguments is because Omar sees something a certain way or does something a certain way, mm-hmm. and I either don't do it that way or don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. And so we've had a lot of, like, talks and disagreements, like, why don't you see it this way? I don't think it's a big deal. I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And so, I, for me, there's that challenge. Um, there's also the challenge, and it might be a weird one, but I hope someone can relate to this one. Like, just after being single for so long, I just had, I almost thought very selfishly, Mm. you know? So I found it, like, I actually had to work on, like, including Omar into my life. Mm -hmm. Like, telling my friends, yeah, I have a boyfriend, you know? Or, like, um, you know, introducing him as my boyfriend. It sounds really, really dumb. No, but I I, I get that one. I feel it. It was actually a struggle for me. Like, there were times where I actually, like disrespected you because I didn't introduce him as my boyfriend I'm just like oh hey this is Omar mm-hmm. and the girl would be like or the guy would be like oh hey Omar but like you could tell they're still looking at us like mm-hmm. are they a couple or are, are they, they not, not? Yeah. and I didn't do it intentionally mm-hmm. it was just like I'm still in my single mindset you mm-hmm. know so but you've gotten better though I have gotten you better have gotten I'm actually working yeah. on yeah. it yeah, yeah. You've but gotten like so, so cut yourself some slack. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I would just say giving him that respect mm-hmm. that like this is my boyfriend and letting people know. Mm-hmm. I think that was a struggle for me. Um, 
Is there anything else? Uh, nothing really. I mean, we had a, a few issues with family. Mm-hmm. Not on his end, but on my end. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can be completely honest, I come from an African background. Mm-hmm. And um, Africans, they like to stick with their own. Yeah, you know. You know, so... When my family found out that I was interested in a Jamaican boy, because mm-hmm. I'm from Ghana, so when they found out that I was interested in a Jamaican boy, my mom had no issues. My mom is a very open, yeah, happy she go lucky. She's like me, like, yeah, <laughs> like, everything goes. But my dad's very, like, you know, strict, strict. Like, typical African papa. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's either my way or the highway. Yeah. So um, I remember, like, yeah, my dad was with our relationship at all from the beginning like God (laughs) yeah I remember like we even had conversations and I'm not even trying to put my dad on blast I'm just speaking so that like if someone's going through the same thing Mm -hmm. they can relate but my dad and I had conversations where he'd be like you know um, I don't want you to be with Omar and I'd be like why daddy he's like because he's not from Ghana you know I want you to marry a Ghanaian man mm-hmm. and I'm like okay but dad what if this Ghanaian man is an abuser and like does yeah. this that and that he's and I don't know he couldn't even really explain himself but I think it was just um, like a stronghold of culture upon his life mm-hmm. like just it's, it has to be this way so mm-hmm. I'm, I mean like I, I remember at the beginning of our relationship Omar and I did a lot of praying mm-hmm. you know because we knew that this was going to be a hurdle for us um, but now by God's grace my dad's on board mm-hmm. so it's just timing and it's just prayer mm-hmm. and it's just um, you know standing together believing that God is going to change the situation mm-hmm. so yeah but pretty much those are the those are the only things I, I can think of that mm-hmm. you know we argue or disagree about okay so I want to talk about um, the spiritual aspect because you guys like your relationship is really spiritual <laughs> I've told me this before <laughs> But it's a good thing. Like, you guys, like you said, you guys pray a lot. Like, a lot. Like, together. Like, on dates. Like, you know? Like, oh, I'm going out with Omar. Oh, where are you guys going? To pray. Like, you guys do that, which is not, you know, common. But it's good because, I mean, look at you now. So, let's talk a bit about that and how you guys... Um, one thing I do like is like, you guys know you guys are, you know your end goal. So you're already sort of incorporating the habits that you guys need for marriage now. But like, you guys go on dates to pray. <laughs> like, I know that you guys are saved and you guys are a Christian, but like, it's kind of weird, you know? Like, it's a bit, it's a bit odd. Can I come in here for a second? Yeah, come in, come in. At the beginning of our relationship, we prayed a lot. Okay. And I feel like there was a need to pray a lot. Mm-hmm. Now... We don't pray as much. Like, we pray as a couple, as couples should do. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it was as extensive as it was in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to put that out there. (laughs) Because you're making it seem like that's all we do. Like, Teresa, we have fun. No, you guys do have fun. (laughs) You guys do have fun. But it's a good thing. It's just, it's a bit weird because most people don't do that. But but I do want to sort of, like, just get your guys' mind on that. Like, okay, you guys said at the beginning you prayed and you guys got over hurdles and stuff like that. But, like, just, like, coming together to pray, like, it's just... It's a bit. <laughs> it's a bit. It's a bit off. It's a bit off. I. I don't know. I've never done that. It's. It's a bit off. I think, but yeah, just. Um, I, I think explain. Um, prayer is so important. Um, as a believer, you know, if if you're gonna if prayer so if prayer is important for your life, even as a single mm-hmm. individual, then it has to be even of the utmost most more important than the um. You know, for a marriage couple, mm-hmm. a married couple, you know, or a couple going into marriage, mm-hmm. or a girlfriend and boyfriend, mm-hmm. because, um, you know, the Bible says that you know one will chase one thousand, but two will chase ten thousand. Mm-hmm. The enemy knows that if two people can stand in agreement mm-hmm. as life partners to pursue something, mm-hmm. um, then you know that couple is very dangerous. And so, um, I believe that prayer is so important and so paramount um, to any relationship. You know. Not even, not even a romantic relationship, any mm-hmm. any relationship really. But um, in terms of a, you know, because the context is romantic relationship, mm-hmm. um, prayer is so key, and I think that it's something that um, I really believe that we want to found our relationship on, um, because we want to include God in it. Because we want to include God in it. Mm-hmm. Can I add one more thing? Definitely. Um, it's gonna sound corny, but hear me out, okay? So, like I said before. Uh, Omar and I like we don't really have that level of intimacy in terms of like kissing having sex whatever but you know what honestly just sometimes when you hear things you'll be like oh my gosh like 
why would I do this? But at least try it. Prayer is a form of intimacy. Mm -hmm. I remember there were some times that we prayed and after I just felt so connected. I was just like, Mm -hmm. it's a weird feeling. I was just like, whoa, like, like that's my man. Like, Mm -hmm. I just felt so close to him just by praying together, you know? Like, I feel like sometimes, like, just this generation, I feel like we need to just step out of the box. Yeah. Stop doing what everyone's doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, sure, like, it is the norm, but, like, try and just pray together. Spend time praying. It will actually do wonders to your relationship, Mm -hmm. you know? It just adds a level of intimacy to your relationship that I can guarantee you kissing does not add or Mm -hmm. even like having sex does not add like obviously those things add a certain level to your relationship prayer also adds a level of intimacy and Mm -hmm. it's beautiful so yeah i think it's great Mm -hmm. okay so i want to ask what are some things that you guys learned or habits that you established in singleness that has helped in the relationship because you know relationships they 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 amplify like they if you're if you're struggling with something you'll struggle more in a relationship mm. if you're you're good at something it's like you know like it shows you who you are in a relationship mm. so i want to ask because there's single people that are listening that are hoping to be in a relationship or that are looking to be in a relationship or are longing to be in a relationship we're all gonna we're all somebody's ribs so we're gonna like you know meet someone and and be in a relationship and that's why i, I love the fact that you guys are here and talking about your relationship so people can you know be inspired but the the single season is important and both of you guys had a, a lengthy-ish kind of one so what are some things that you learned that you know that okay because i learned this in singleness now in my relationship I'm, I'm 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 able to do this or even some things that or habits that you had that you knew that oh wow now i'm in a relationship i need to drop this so mm-hmm. either or um okay um so I again, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. I still have insecurities. There's still things I'm working on in my life. Mm-hmm. But I, one thing I'm really happy that I did in my single life was just getting to know myself. Mm. Get, like just knowing what I like, mm-hmm. what I don't like. Um, I even appreciate my past relationships. They yeah. taught me a lot. Yeah, you know, they taught me how to comport myself. They taught me what to say, what not to say, mm-hmm. what to reveal, what not to reveal. Um, and I feel like those past relationships prepared me for my relationship with Omar. Um, I would also say what prepared me is having mentors, mentors that you know talk to you about marriage mm. and talk to you about their mistakes. Mm-hmm. I think that really helped too. Just yeah. hearing other people's mistakes and then just you know having it at the back of my mind. Okay, make sure you don't do this mm-hmm. when you when you get into a relationship. Um, I would say, okay, here's one thing I'm struggling with. Um, so I've always wanted, like, there's a certain career path I've always wanted to take. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> all of a sudden, things have changed a bit. So I'm not too sure if that is the career path for me. And I find it a challenge now that I'm dating Omar, and Omar knows his destiny, or he mm-hmm. has an idea of where he's going. And now that I'm with Omar, I'm having a really hard time trying to figure out where I fit in that. Mm -hmm. And so I think one thing that I should have done, or maybe this is all God's timing, but Mm -hmm. just in my mind, I think one thing that I should have done was just to really find my purpose. Mm -hmm. So that when Omar comes with his purpose, I know where I stand and I know where I fit. Mm -hmm. And then we can also plan together to be like productive or be effective um, as we're married. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, what Phoebe said was so massively important, like as a single person, just to get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, because I can remember um, days and nights when I was um, in Brampton living with my parents, like, you know, just praying and God speaking to me and being like, this is what I have for you in the future. Mm-hmm. or there's this quality that you need to get rid of. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's this thing that you do all the time that's going to hinder you or, mm-hmm. you know... Um, there's so much things that really, really I was able to kind of uncover and correct by the grace of God, mm-hmm. you know. And so I feel like um, getting to know yourself, who you are, your flaws, you know, and also your good qualities. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got to know what you're bringing to the relationship, you know, in a positive, you know, in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also one of the things um, that you can do also is, is um, like... Being able to love others. Mm-hmm. 
Because if you can't love another person, but when you are ready to jump into a relationship and try to love this person, if it's not something you've already been doing, mm-hmm. it's going to be a challenge for yeah. you. Yeah. Because love is a very dif- difficult thing. It's a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Love, love is sacrificial. So if you're not used to sacrificing, if you're not used to putting others before you, mm-hmm. it's going to be very difficult to now put yourself in a relationship and try to love this individual. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, um, you know, loving, um, sacrificing, you know, putting others before you, serving others, you know, whether that's in ministry, whether mm-hmm. that's, you know, wherever, you know, whatever you're doing, if it's your family members, you know, um, you know, even, yeah, even the way you treat your family members, mm-hmm. like, that shows a lot about how you'll be in a mm-hmm. relationship, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, yeah, I feel like those are some things that really helped me to develop myself awesome. in this relationship. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, we have come to the end, guys. You guys have given us so much wisdom, <laughs> so much to, to think about, so much to ponder on, so much to pray about. I, I just want to ask you guys if you guys have any final thoughts, closing words, anything that I didn't hit on that you guys want to share with the wonderful listeners. From a man, a male, and a female perspective. Uh, from males, I would say um, don't feel pressure. Don't feel pressure. And if you're... Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no shade, Teresa. <laughs> when you, um, Go ahead. Yeah. Males, guys, my fellas, my brothers, do not feel pressure to try to rush yourself into any relationship. That's huge. Don't feel pressure to try to talk to any girl. Mm-hmm. Don't feel pressure to feel like because, you know, this guy is talking to this girl, this guy is dating her, um, her, this guy just got married and he's the same age as you or something don't feel any pressure because at the end of the day having a relationship is um, it's it's something that you cannot take lightly mm. you know as a man and especially I believe that you know you're called to lead mm-hmm. this relationship and so if you don't feel ready to lead somebody else mm-hmm. in life don't jump into it mm-hmm. you know um <laughs> don't jump into it you know um i feel like you know you gotta really kind of develop yourself you know maybe even if you know maybe you don't have all the money in the world Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but at least you know if you're you know educating yourself Mm -hmm. you know even if it's not in school at least if you're educating yourself reading books Mm -hmm. learning about certain industries Mm -hmm. you know how can i turn what i'm doing into business how can i start to you know, just do something and, and push myself forward and develop myself as mm-hmm. an individual, you know, and, and prepare myself to lead someone else. I think um, it's so vital, man. Like, yeah, it's, it's so vital. So, um, yeah, don't feel pressure, man. Just relax. Let God lead you um, and enjoy your life. Man. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your life. Like, enjoy your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, life is meant to be short. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's really good. Uh, for me, I would just say the same thing. Enjoy your life, you know? I mean... If you're not dating someone, if you're not married, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It is actually okay. This society makes it seem like it's a stigma to be single. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's a season. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, sure. when I was single, like, I think the one thing that irritated me was when people were asking me when I was going to get married. Why? <laughs> Let me enjoy my life. And I just I just really believed that I was going to get married. I didn't know when. I didn't know to who. I just believed I was going to get married and I went on with my life. Mm-hmm. And God just orchestrated everything to the point that I'm here now. So if I can give any advice, I would just say enjoy your life if you're single. Get to know yourself. Do everything that you possibly can as a single person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do it with joy. Be happy mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Because a time will come when you won't be able to be single. And it's hard to realize... Um, the blessing it is to be single. I'm not saying I'm not happy being in a relationship. I'm just saying it's a different season. Mm -hmm. There are some things I couldn't do when I was uh, now, uh, when I was single, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, it's a privilege. I actually call it a privilege to be single. Mm -hmm. Do everything that you can. Get all the education that you can, all the accolades, all the traveling, all Mm -hmm. the this, all of that. You're buying things for yourself. Do everything you can. Mm -hmm. And then when you come come into a relationship, then you worry about what matters in that relationship or the responsibilities in that relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, If I can speak on being in a relationship, um, also enjoy courting. Mm -hmm. There's a season to court. Because once you finish courting, you're into, you're into marriage, and there's a whole like slew of responsibilities mm. that I'm hearing about. <laughs> I'm not there yet, that I'm hearing about in marriage. So, uh, 
enjoy your courtship take time to know your future spouse mm-hmm. yeah. don't be hung up on like you know the sex and the intimacy it's mm-hmm. great and i'm not saying you guys should follow our path this like omar said like everyone's courtship is different mm-hmm. but really take the time to get to know your partner yeah mm-hmm. spend time with them talk to them mm-hmm. learn who they are mm-hmm. because this is the person that you're going to be living with yeah. for the rest of your life there should not be surprises like that yeah. like in marriage right like yeah. there's a, there shouldn't be anything there that's like whoa i really surprises. didn't know that yeah. omar has seen me at my worst <laughs> You see everything. Wake off everything. Wake off everything. Yes. I wake up in the morning. Everything. So you know, and um, don't rush. Like people keep asking me and Omar because our our prophecy was so public. Public, Mm -hmm. People have the need to ask us when are you getting married. Mm -hmm. I used to get annoyed. I'm not annoyed anymore. It's okay. It's a thing to ask. Yeah. Because me too. I also ask when you get married. (laughs) So. I get it, but I mean, just you two in your relationship, just take your time, mm-hmm. plan properly, and when the time is right, get married, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and just trust God, trust that God will keep you and take you through, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So living in season, like mm-hmm. live in mm-hmm. season. Wow. Wow. So this is amazing. Thank you guys so much for coming. I learned so much. I know that everybody else learned so much. I'm going to take these tips and <laughs> do better and be better. And not petty, <laughs> and put the ego aside. But I still won't be the one to, to end the feud first. I still no. I have to. I have to maintain my position. But thank you guys so so much oh, for coming. It's awesome. It's a pleasure. Yeah. So if you want to connect with Omar and Phoebe, who one day will have a marriage ministry, it's a prophecy. Oh my gosh! You can find their links in the description box below. You can check them out. Sign up for Flavor Fit. Get you know fit as you flavorly work out. <laughs> also, if you have any media needs, you need a photographer, a videographer, anything like that, you can also holler at Omar. All the description and all the funky stuff, the officials will be in the description box below. So definitely check it out. Give them a follow and let them know that you enjoyed their episode. Also, tag them. You guys only tag me. Tag them. They're the ones that blessed you. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Until next time, sassy and safe, baby. This is why I love you. Ooh, this is why I love you.